Hello, welcome Hi. back. Welcome back, back to again. another episode of It's for the Table. Here we are. We are the women of It's for the Table, and we're here to bring a little something to everybody. That's right, to the table, because we are certified freaks seven days of the week. We got that wet ass pussy. <laughs> Make that pull out game week. Stop. <laughs> Was that that's on our exact summary? We didn't update it. No, we didn't. Oh my it's copyright infringement. Oh, fuck. If anybody hasn't listened to WAP by Cardi B and Meg The Stallion yet, you got to listen to it. Like I think that, it's our anthem. That's our anthem and that's our summary every day. Like, like every, every week, that's what we say. Wait, I can't believe you just read that as our summary. I, what, what, what part did I stop at? That's right to the table. <laughs> I don't even remember our summary. You got you to gotta, you gotta start it from the top. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch together. Unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic, a little bit messy, but so ready to own our stories. So bring that bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy to stop. <laughs> stop it right now. My mic wasn't on. Shut the fuck. Can we hear her? I don't know. It's okay. Keep going. I didn't say anything just important. Get, just, just grab your drink and get naked for this week's episode. That's it. That's, that's it. all. That's, that's it. a summary. That's, that's a wrap. That's, that's a text. All right. What we're bringing to the table, everybody listen to WAP a hundred times. Memorize the lyrics. Watch and that's the it. video. Also watch, watch the video. The video. Um, this mm-hmm. week, we're going to talk about WAP. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, we will. Recap. Recap. Not completely. I know. I know. Oh. But last week, we <laughs> talked about um, all the shit that men don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What does that we include? We talked about periods. Mm-hmm. I'm on mine. Mm. Same. Yeah. <gasps> Are Mine's, we synced? We're synced, sisters. Mine's coming up next you. week. I feel it in my bones. You feel it in your bones. I do. My Fitbit told me it was coming, and I was like, oh. Ew. I hate that. I'm not even wearing it, and I just looked at my wrist. Um, and then we also talked about uh, finding the clitoris. Yep. Um, we talked about what was in our purses, yep. which was mm-hmm. honestly part of like my favorite part of the episode, <laughs> also, <laughs> just seeing all the shit Gabby had with her. I n- listen. <laughs> You, you can't have enough. The Tide pen, I knew you were going to have it, but when you pulled it out, I was still shocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so give that episode a listen if you haven't already. Um, it's a good one. Lots of laughs. And, and education. Yeah, you're right. A lot of education. We love that. Um, also, don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. Mm. So on Twitter and Instagram, we are at It's For The Table. And please like our page on Facebook. I always forget about Facebook. I know. We do always forget about Facebook. It's so cute. And please follow me on Twitter at Alyssa Munger. Oh, yes. That's Alyssa's personal (laughs) personal page. Please follow Alyssa and give her a lot of clout. (laughs) She had a good tweet about me this week. I did. That was, was on our, mean, that was on But it was for your birthday. It, it wasn't mean at all. <laughs> it was just true. We had an episode yeah. about it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long week for us. It has it's been. been busy. Yeah, we've it's had been some, a lot this week. We've had some ups and downs, but also we were able to celebrate our very own Carl's <gasps> birthday last week. It was a lot of fun. Oh I turned God. 25. Yeah. We were I'm supposed to be on a now. boat and then a hurricane really fucked that up. We were supposed to go on vacation. Well, that too. And then the pandemic fucked us up. And then we were supposed to rent a boat and the hurricane fucked that up. So Gabby and I actually drove, drove to the shore in a during during a hurricane. Like the wind was going faster than my car. Like we I, were the, moving. The wind was pushing Alyssa's car, and when I tell you it was dead silent in that car, me, we both thought we were dying, but we didn't want to address. Me the and Gabby had a moment where just like I'm like Gabby, I was this like I don't know if this is my intuition telling me this is a bad idea yeah. or if I'm just being paranoid. This is it. This is where it I'm ends. Like, uh, on the way to the Jersey Shore, this we is where just got to do it. So on the way there, Gabby and I made a get with. 
get wet playlist it was it, it was, was a wet great. playlist yeah we also fucked up umbrella every time it came on <laughs> we did the group really harmonized we like we yeah. absolutely crushed it but when you guys were driving down i was watching your location on my phone uh-huh like waiting to see that you had stopped for a long period of time which meant that either you had pulled over or you were in a ditch or we, <laughs> yeah. or we were dead <laughs> and i was so anxious the whole time uh, but, but anyway, it was so worth it. I was happy it that was. we were able to celebrate. It was a really good time. Again. Yeah. So we yeah, are saying we are saying a happy belated birthday to Carl on thank the you, podcast officially. Mm-hmm. We love you. Thank love you so you much. Much. Snaps, snaps for birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, what are we talking about this week? So this week is episode fifteen called "Bad Bitches Get Waitlisted Too." We actually talk about our very own Alyssa's journey. Aww. Oh, she's uncomfortable. Um, I'm breaking it on highs. <laughs> as she chugged, she literally chugged three glasses of wine in preparation. I know, I had to get ready. Um, but no, we're going to dive into her journey, her, 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 basically her life journey, finding herself and also like what path she's been taking to apply to law school yeah. and what, what her future's going to be. What that entails, how yeah. she like came to the realization that she wanted yeah. to, she wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I know, which is so but, crazy. But, but it's, every, it's, it's legally blonde, but better. Podcast. But better. <laughs> No, I think it's well. So I saw a meme that said everybody was so wrong five years ago when they tried to guess where they would be at in 2020 because like nobody predicted the current state of affairs right now. Yep. But like five years ago, I if anybody were to ask me at that point, I would have said anything else probably besides being a lawyer, especially because 2015, I was still we were in college. We were in college. Um, I was in college. I went for marketing. I had, I was not married to any degree regarding college. I, I, I tell everybody when I talk about college, I treated college as my second job, like not even my first job. It was my second job. I still worked my whole way through it. I kind of just went in and out of my classes. I got great grades and I just did it for the end result because it was something my mom really wanted from me. I knew at 18 going into college that I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was kind of just expecting the answer to come to me. You just like don't realize like how much you have to go through to kind of get those answers. Like you yeah. just like feel like it's just going to fall down your lap and it never right. did. Um, well, you like go to one class yeah. and your professor is like an absolute babe. And you're like, I really want to do what they do. <laughs> but no, so like college, I didn't have like the full college experience. I was – I. I, I never went to a college party. <laughs> I went to a very dry campus. It was close to where I, my mom and I lived. And I got a lot of money to go there. So just like logically, financially, logistically, it made sense. Oh, my God. Okay. Ignore this. No, no, no. You're good. No, no, I, just, keep going. I don't know. I just had like a, a, a thought. What was your thought? <laughs> Wait, what was your I went to high school where Liz went to college. No, yeah, you did. I did. Um, so I was a server all throughout college. Um, and I didn't know what degree I wanted to go into. So I chose marketing it after bouncing around between majors. I was a psychology major, a finance major, an accounting major. Oh, I didn't know you had that many majors. Oh yeah. I like that you bounced around accounting. that time. Accounting, was that many, time. accounting was like two and a half years of it. And I was in my one accounting class and I kept doodling in my agenda planner. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing in this class? Like, I just like, yeah. like I, cause I always loved, I love consistency. I love numbers. I'm good at math. Um, but I, it just didn't make sense with my personality. Like you kind of just know it. Right. Um, and a girl came into that class one day to give a speech and she was talking about how she became like a CPA afterwards. She's like, yeah, I basically didn't have a life for nine months while I was studying. And I was, I'm looking around at everybody. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like I, I, I just never 
it's something I didn't want to do. So right. that kind of I trashed my friends when they when they studied for the CPA. Like I was like, act like act right. Like you're seriously going to study. <laughs> yes, you're seriously going to study right. right now. Like really, I couldn't imagine you can't answer your text messages because you're fucking studying. Right. Like, I guess they weren't lying. Well, especially in that mindset, like in that mind frame of being like young and like not knowing and like not taking anything too right. seriously. I couldn't imagine wanting to do something so much where I was willing to give up my life for nine months. And I was like, okay, nope, not for me. Not for me. I walked out of that class and I went straight to um, the the counselors to switch my major. I was like, I don't know what's going to line up. I still want to graduate on time. This is it. And they're like, okay, marketing works. I'm like, perfect. I'll be in marketing. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. So right after college, I got into corporate America. I told we started that from like what our second episode of the podcast where we all dove into our experiences with our careers and how we met each other. I was an event planner. It was something I never saw myself doing, but personality wise, I think it was pretty fitting. Um, I liked being around people. I like doing things for people. It's one of the reasons why I thrive as a server. Service. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's and like, your personality is right. built for it. And it's a whole just like service industry. Like it's right. hospitality. Yeah. Um, and I think it has to like, you need a certain personality for that. So I was happy for it was i was happy until i wasn't because mm -hmm. like you can like you can talk yourself into doing anything and i right. think anything in the beginning is so great and so amazing and you don't like you right. can't you get adrenaline from it it's yeah. new you're learning yeah exactly and so i got to a point where i as i told everybody on the podcast i was so fucking miserable but it was to the point where like i also like just didn't feel like myself like i i just like mm -hmm. i knew that i knew that i could go down one path but it's knowing that you shouldn't be on that path mm -hmm. like right. you like you can like i said you can do anything like and i, I i'm a, i'm a person i can do any kind of job i will success i will be good at anything i right. put my mind to it that's basically anybody so and i was just like this isn't for me though yeah it was probably the same moment you had with the accounting where yeah, you were sitting there, you were like, like "Oh, how it. how much longer am I going to do this?" <laughs> now I'm out. It was, just, it was probably the same the same gut feeling. Yeah, and so I had a bunch of talks crying to Carly while at work and coming <laughs> over to her desk and like, "Carly, I don't know what I'm doing." So I kind of thought back to something that I always wanted to do after reading all these self help books. They always say to kind of like go back to when you were younger and see like what sparked your passion. I always had such a passion for makeup and I can't like it was always there like I remember being 16 I was I started working at 16 at the pizza store so after having like some extra cash I went to the mall by myself and like not have my mom with me <laughs> so I remember going to the mall I had all the money I saved I was like a couple hundred bucks and my mom's like okay you better get summer clothes I'm like I will mom like chill out and I walked into the mall I was like so early and I walk into Macy's I'm like walking through and there was a girl at the Mac counter. She's like, oh, my God, you want me to do your makeup? And I'm, like, looking around, like, me? You want to do my makeup? And at that time, you're 16. Like, I was wearing too much black eyeliner. Like, you don't know how to, like, you're going through Your puberty. foundation didn't match. Every, like, yes. And your, I was, like, your the mascara most awkward. was clumpy. Everything. I was the most awkward-looking person at that age. Like, so I was like, yes, you can do my makeup. Sure, thank you. Uh, so she did my makeup. And when she showed me, like, my self in the mirror i never felt more pretty in my life i bought everything she put on my face that day to try and recreate it wow. and i spent all my fucking money in one all one in one, like like mac brushes are like 30 40 bucks for and i just like i i don't even think she was trying to sell me i think she was just bored and just saw an opportunity yeah. to just like probably sell like a lipstick or something she mm. probably didn't expect me to buy everything but <laughs> i dropped two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two to four hundred dollars on all everything the makeup. and like from that moment on 
My mom was so pissed. <laughs> She's like, you're not even going to wear it. I'm Sorry, like, yes, Sue. <laughs> From that moment on, I tried to take, I tried to recreate her look every single time I did my makeup. Um, just like that feeling, I, you just always want to feel like that. You wanted yeah. to relive it. Yeah. yeah. And it got to a point where I wanted to do makeup, but it just didn't seem like like realistically the move to make because i asked my mom if i should if i could go to makeup school instead of going to college Mm -hmm. um i'm first generation college graduate on both sides of my family so my mom's heart i think would have been broken if like the one like the first opportunity that someone had to go to college and like chose not to um i also like wasn't if if i really fought hard enough for it i probably could have just went but i just you just know sometimes so you whatever i listen to my mom um, and so I, I, it was kind of always a regret in the back of my head that I didn't go to makeup school. Yeah. So when I was at the company we all worked at and I was feeling so low and lost and I, you kind of just go back to what you know. Yeah. And that's all I kept thinking about. I kept thinking about making, I'm like, damn, like there's a reason why I'm thinking about it so much. There's a reason right. why it's still it made, in my head. It made head. you happy. That was one yeah. of the, the small things that were left for you yes. at that job that made you and happy. And I st- like every time, like I would have f- extra money, like I would treat myself. Like I remember like yes. getting a good grade in, or getting doing anything good i'm like i'm gonna buy that six dollar makeup palette or yes like, <laughs> i am bitch i remember like you like waiting for like a, a palette to drop yeah. so you could order it at work it like came out at like 10 a.m on a friday and you were like alarms going off Wait, at 9 59 i had, 59. No I had all you guys i had <laughs> logged onto the yes. page too so like this was it. like ready with their credit card information if anyone could get onto the site she needed this this palette like that was like that was like my happy at that point and that was like kind of the only thing that i had that was making me happy because yeah. i didn't have to lie about being happy at work to to my mom or to my other friends like that right. were outside of the company like i i could just be me when i was doing makeup yeah so when i was at the place where i was going to leave and i kept going back and forth with carly and i was like dude i was like i think i just want to do makeup i was like i i i wanted to make a blog a makeup blog so bad it was something i always wanted to do so she's like okay just do it so i made a blog i was so happy and proud of this blog and i was like this is it like you just like have that moment where you're like this is what i'm supposed to be doing but like you have that you have that feeling and you realize it's what you're supposed to be doing but it's only for the moment it's temporary i think i like looking back i think i had to feel that passionately about something to leave that current situation yeah like it was something i couldn't ignore and makeup definitely helped me leaving where i was at because I wound up going to a makeup certification program to where I was certified where I can do people's makeup. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, I can just like freelance and I can be my own boss and this is going to be fucking great. And I spend basically my whole savings on a whole makeup kit. I got the best makeup and every shade and everything. And I'm like, all right, this is it. I got my certification. <laughs> I got all the makeup. I just Here quit my go. job. I got my blog. Like, this is it. And I was like, no, because like people kept asking me to do their makeup and I didn't want to do, do it. it. I my be- one of my best friends, uh, she I did her makeup for her wedding and I I had so much anxiety the night before because like I knew I didn't want to do no it. And it, it was just it was so weird. It's like I love doing makeup all myself and right. the way it makes me feel. And I just spent all this money to go to school for it and all this money right. on makeup. And I can't take off a Saturday night from the serving job I was serving at because I'm like, I don't want to lose my money. Yeah. Like, but in that scenario, like if. If I wanted to do it, I would have did it. But that's, I, I would have sacrificed. But also, it. that's really telling, though, right? If yeah. you if you can't sacrifice that, that means the passion isn't really there. Yeah. And I, it was such a hard pill pill to swallow because, like, I I went and told everybody like this is what I was going to be doing, yeah. and I made an Instagram page for it. I made a whole blog post about right. it that I like posted and like you just like kind of like hold yourself accountable if no one else is. But I'm sure there was people like there was people wanting to me to do their makeup, and I was just like 
I'm making up all these excuses and I just didn't want to. I bought a really expensive camera to like start YouTube videos (laughs) and I had this whole like my, like I had this whole belief that this is what I was going to be doing. You you planned it all out and it wasn't the plan. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. So wait, wait, I know. So can you give me the timeline of when you left your corporate job and how long you spent on your makeup career? You were like, it was like overlapping because you were in school yes. like as you were leaving you oh were my god in wait school. i do remember that you would leave you had to leave like right at a certain, right at time. A certain time i would come in early two days a week so i could yes, leave yes. early at that time oh so i could I head to makeup classes because they were like night classes yeah um so yeah they overlapped and i thought that that was going to be it so i left the corporate position in september of 17 17 okay so <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> it's, it's a day of mourning. It's a dark day for me. <laughs> September of 2017, I believe I graduated my certificate in that same month. If if not August. If if not August, right? Yeah. So it was like the same time I had my certificate. I was also right back at the serving job that I was serving at prior. So like I had an income. Yeah. I had the certification. I had all the means necessary to proceed. The world was your oyster. The world was my oyster. <laughs> and I I remember every day that like I kind of had free because like with serving, you have your whole days free. Like my days weren't being taken up by corporate America anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna blog from like nine to ten a.m. and then I'm gonna like take some make I'm gonna do my makeup and then take some of these pictures for my Instagram. And I'm and I found myself doing none of that yeah yeah and then i felt so guilty for not doing any of that because like because you told yourself for so long this is what i want to do this is it this is what i should be doing yeah and you kind of feel like a fraud to some degree yeah um and like gab you're even somebody when i left the corporate position you told me when you found out what i was leaving it for you told me you would help me to take take pictures for your pictures and i'm like that's so nice we don't even talk (laughs) we did like that was so like that was so touching yeah and i felt so ridiculous i'm like all the it's crazy because like once you make a decision there are so many opportunities that just open up for you right. so, like i said one thing and i made the decision to do makeup and all these people came out of the fucking woodwork wanting to help me and like exposing mm-hmm. me yeah. to their networking trying to get me like and clients the resources and, and the resor- and, yeah. it was just like overwhelming and i was so appreciative but i'm just like deep down it just wasn't you're it. like low-key 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 yeah like really really fucked up and i to be super candid, I felt like a loser um, because I, in that time, I left a well-paying, I mean, if nothing, it was, <laughs> if I were to break it down, at the very least, it was a well-paying, secure position. You had health benefits. It was, yeah. And, and, and there a, was security. Bi-weekly paycheck. And a bi-weekly right. right. You knew it was, where, where, where leaving that job to do makeup, you then become a freelancer. You have to market yourself. Yeah. You have to sell yourself. So and you don't like, know how much money you're going to make. Even right. with serving, it's like but you even, have an idea right. of what you're going to do. But right. it's like a slow Sunday brunch. Right. And you're like, oh, And fuck. like I said, I, I, I think people really look down on people in the service industry. I don't think they realize how much goes into it. And like I said, I've been doing this for 12 years. Like there's a right. reason why I'm in it. Like I, and the I'm money's there. The money is there. Also the energy, the people. And just like the flexibility, like I, yeah. I don't have to like f- really, really, really answer to anybody. Like yeah. I just, I make up my own schedule. It, it, I do my what own it thing. comes I'm down good- to is you're good at it. Yeah. So why fuck up something that's good? And it's like, yeah, it's a certain kind of hustle. Like yeah. I like being busy. I, I like yeah. making money. Like and I'm, you always say, like if you want more money, you pick up more. Shifts. I pick up like, more. Shifts. I'll work the double right. hoe for money. Do, yes. yes. <laughs> I was just. I, <laughs> Alyssa is a hoe for money. Uh, but no, so I, I felt like a loser because I was a college graduate who seemingly on um social media worked at this amazing company with this ma- amazing position that i left to do makeup and then now you didn't pe- do makeup then i didn't do makeup so now all people see is that i'm still serving and i'm just like 
I didn't want to admit it out loud yet that I yeah. didn't want to do it. It wasn't until I think my when I did my best friend's wedding's makeup. That was in um, she got married in November, and I was like, Jess, I can't. This, this isn't what I want. No. no, and I, I but you put, did her makeup. I did her. Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. I mean, I did her makeup. Yes, yeah, of course beautiful. I did. I mean, you're good at it. The thing is, is you're yeah, really like, good I, at I'm it. I'm good at it. Like that. I think like yeah. I forget. There was oh my god, especially with quarantine happening, I forget what we all did our makeup for. It was like I think we were going out to um oh we went out to happy hour like a couple weeks ago at Jerry's bar. Us. Oh yeah. So and we did. I was there. I was like, we were getting ready for like the first time in so long. I'm like, yo, I forgot how good I am at <laughs> doing makeup. <laughs> like it just like comes to you. But yeah. yeah. So it took me a while. I was also in a certain situation where I was easily distracted by that situation where I didn't have to focus on myself, and I spent so much time trying to be someone that I thought somebody else wanted me to be. Right. And there was a lot of like secrecy that i couldn't like really talk about certain things and i was like hiding so much not only from like me to other people but from me to myself like i just wasn't right. being honest about anything i yeah. didn't use any i didn't utilize any of my time to figure out my own shit right. at all so i was like trying to like force myself into a box that i didn't that i know i didn't fit in yeah yeah i mean i think it's really it's really powerful to admit that you can Fucked say up. like i yeah no <laughs> seriously though because that but that happens so often that people have that moment where they realize they put all their eggs into one basket and they're like i want some wrong basket i want some back i want some back can i go to the store now but we even like we called this like as we were like mapping out this episode like we called it failing forward because like it pushed you even though it was kind of like in a workaround kind of way, it pushed right. you to where mm -hmm. you need to be going. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. In a career aspect, you did hit rock bottom. Yeah. You know, and and just like Carl said, it takes it takes you to hit rock bottom I to realize. To back up. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like you get that motivation, and because if and, you don't hit it, then you're just like I can right. coast, and, and you're like everything's fine. But coast. then you're you're at rock bottom, and you're like I gotta climb it. But yeah. also, but <laughs> there's it, no coasting down here. But it took me a little bit to admit that I was at rock bottom. Yeah, so right. I I heavily jumped into my serving position. I worked so fucking much i was yeah. working doubles and just trying to make that money and like grinding. yeah but I, I use that as a, i use that as an excuse to distract myself yeah, from yeah. having to figure out my own shit i'm working so hard i'm, work I'm so tired I'm so i deserve busy. this yeah. i'm so busy i can't think about anything else <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna spend all my money on these bougie vacations <laughs> and bottle service which you like did though <laughs> which you did though um talk about bougie vacation vacationing as a um distraction method is my favorite one favorite it's a great hobby it's yeah. a great hobby to like, have instead of dealing with my shit i'm gonna go away for yep. a week <laughs> and and when i pack my bags i'm not taking that shit with me i'm gonna leave it here <laughs> so you're like i'd be tech i'd be like bitching to my one friend juliana and um i'm she's like yo should we just book a trip yeah i'm like <laughs> yeah, we like, have yep, to yep <laughs> no we deserve it we, we work so we hard work so <laughs> we deal with so much what else are we gonna do with this money exactly <laughs> like oh. i i should have been like focusing more on what i wanted to do and finding that path but like i said you have to go through some shit first yeah, yeah. so that's always how it is yeah so i grind it for a while so about two, two straight years i didn't give two fucking thoughts to my future and i kept saying like when people would ask me what i want to do it would be a topic of conversation that i would hate to talk about yeah. i didn't want to talk about what i was doing i didn't want anybody to know i was still serving and still figuring my shit out because like yeah. i said i didn't own it like i, I was yeah. embarrassed to say i was working on my but shit in that two years you started working a second job yes yeah. yep so i was so unwilling to admit my defeat with makeup yes. that i wound up getting a job at a makeup store because i'm like <laughs> you know what 
maybe I don't have to do people's makeup. Maybe I want to work on the corporate side of makeup. So mm-hmm. I was like trying to talk myself into it. It got to the point where you were like talking about working for working for this company. company. Yes. Because yes. I'm just like, wow, this could be so great. Like I'm so good with people. Like maybe this is it. Like, right. like this it's is my it. two passions, yeah. serving and others and also and doing, makeup. doing this. Yeah. And, and, makeup. Maybe, and maybe I'll climb the corporate ladder yes. once yes. again. <laughs> and then that was like, that was, but that gives you the, when you're talking to someone and you're, mm-hmm. you don't want to have this conversation, you're like, this is my plan. Yeah. Right. right you know what I mean? Like right. Right, right now I'm working a management on the store in on the floor, but like my right. goal is to, yeah. to crack into corporate. Right. Boom. Right. Everyone's like, that's so amazing. you're like it's bullshit but cool but i also (laughs) i also realized i I actually looked this up before too because i couldn't realize how like i'm looking around all these people and they're like so happy in their position i'm just like these people fuck it like the management actually sucks like there's like so many issues like from the top down in corporate that that no one's like talking about and i'm like i'm probably although i'm one of the best workers i think people could have just because of how hard i work I'm the worst employee to have because like I I don't I'm not afraid to call people out speak up yeah and I'm like I don't like when I don't like being told what to do by you when I know I can do your job better than you okay and it's called a fair it's called a boss hater hater. I'm a boss hater because like I just feel like and that's why with serving like there's no one micromanaging me to the extent where they think that they're they're like you grind grind for your tips yes and I grind for myself right so I I just don't work well in those environments so like I can do it I just and so I'm at the makeup job and I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and I'm trying so hard to force it. And because like, like I liked getting dressed up every day. Right. Yeah. And but you know what? You know that you're miserable when you stop doing your makeup. Like for the makeup job. You stop doing your when makeup you stop for getting the makeup ready. job. Like yeah. I, I just I just knew I wasn't into it. I no matter how much I pumped it up to people and talked yeah. it up and like told people this is what i was gonna do i knew it wasn't yeah. it in you're your like heart in those, it wasn't it you're yeah. in those conversations though and you're trying to convince other people that yeah. like you're happy but you're trying to convince you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes you you're say like, it out loud and you're like yeah so i'm doing this and this and that and like, they're like someone, oh my god that's great and you're like is it no no no, it is it is yeah, you're yeah, right yeah, it's, great. It's, it. great. it's great i'm good i'm good everything's fine everything's fine because people are people want to encourage you and like they don't know the whole half of it so it's just like that i tell them this like oh my god Liz, you're so good you're so good and i'm like and you're like, like yeah, no, you're right. You I know that you are. Like, part of you knows that you fit. Like, yeah. part of you is like, and, no, like, and, I could totally fucking do this. Like yeah, you said, like, 100%, you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's then, like, and do I want to? Right. And in the back of your mind, you're that that meme of that dog sitting in his kitchen and his whole house is on, on fire. fire. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. fine. Everything's fine. It. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize it. I thought it was going to be like a Kermit inner me meme. Uh, me and her me. <laughs> me and Liz had like a really fr- like I really strong love, wait dark side Kermit where he yeah, has the yeah. cloak on like, yeah <laughs> it's like I'm gonna succeed at this job and and, and prove everybody wrong inner, inner me. me I'm gonna set this place on fire <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quit tomorrow yo we love dark side Kermit <laughs> no so it got to that point where I, I knew I was unhappy at that I was yeah. lying to myself I was lying to everybody yeah. I was using work and my current situation as a complete distraction I was diving headfirst into anything that didn't involve to distract you, you. planning me for yeah, me planning for my future you. um yeah so so we get into this grind work stage of your life which we have we have we have coined working through it working, working through so it. we started with failing forward now we're working working through it, through it. So, so so from working yeah. through it how did the light bulb moment happen for you okay so as i was working through it you work so much that you kind of just kind of forget what's going on yeah. and that's how i was like i i was so caught up in making money and working so much but i also talked about on the podcast before that i had a really 
bad breaking moment about a year ago. Um, it was the lowest moment I ever was in. Um, I acknowledged it in that moment, how bad it was. And I, so I felt, I didn't, it's not something I can even look back on and say and like realize how bad it was. Yeah. I knew how bad it was when I was mm-hmm. in it. And yeah. it was so, fu- like, it, it was so low. Like, it was so low that it was so scary because, like, you get to a point and it's like, okay, it was like past rock bottom. Like, rock bottom, like, you know, or like, there's no way up. There's only way up. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. There, there's like, a, below. below the ocean is bottom. unexplored the yeah. ocean is unexplored <laughs> and i you went into a deep abyss i was so miserable um if you talked to me during that time period i wasn't my like if you know me now like i just was i was i wasn't myself um i was really irritable i didn't i just didn't want to kind of be a participant in my life anymore not that it, like not that i didn't want to live anywhere i just i just didn't i had no passion there's no desire for for, for yeah. my life and like to li- and i'm such a per like i i live life to the fullest like i'm always like go big or go home and so this particular moment um it got to a point where something so fucking bad happened um and i was really drunk when it happened and it was so fucking ugly and i cried about it for days and i was the most anxious i ever was and i reached out to a couple of people and I'm like, all right, I actually need help. Like there, there's something I'm not dealing with. Yeah. I don't know how, like this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I can't just keep working anymore to use right. that as a distraction. Like yeah. it, it, this ain't you it. Ha- you had to address it. At I, that and moment. I was like going out a lot after work. So it's like, I was work, I was working hard to play harder right. and it just kind of all caught up to me. Yeah. Um, so I had a really bad moment and I knew it was a bad moment at the time and I was low and I texted my mom and told her that I need help. Uh, so she reached out and tried to get and help me get a therapist and I was able to work on it. Like I, I walked into the therapy session and I laid out, I like gave her like a background of like my, my family life and everything. And I, I told her like what the issue was. I'm like, this is it. This is what I need to work on. I'm like, I just need to get over this one thing. Uh-huh. Right. And she's like, oh no, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> oh no. She's like, so this isn't a one and done. She's like, so your brother was murdered at 15. You're, you don't talk to your abusive drug addict father. Your mom married three different times and you have your sister who's from a different person from a different guy. And so you had to deal with all of that. So there's about like five different names living in one household (laughs) and it all had to come down on you basically. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, and then you like worked for your sister, sister. I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you but, say it, yeah. When you, I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. When you say it, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so well, like, when you lay it out like that, she, in like, that she, tone, she she actually like actually like, drew out like kind of like my family chart. She yeah. she just wanted to know like what was the history. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, so your mom was with your dad, and she's like, and then it just like intertwined into so much, and she's like. She made a whole PowerPoint oh, for you. She's like, she made a whole PowerPoint with animation and sound yeah. effects and everything. She said, we're not addressing this one thing. No. And we're like, not even there wait, yet. So this, we got to go back 20 years. <laughs> Literally. I was, I was like, no, this is something that happened in like 2017. I was like, I, I just know. And she's like, oh, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we can go back to my brother. And she's like, honey. <laughs> little bit further. Like, how, how little bit further. further. <laughs> She's like, like, what was it? June 24th, 1994. (laughs) That's where we're going to start. From the womb. (laughs) Second you got out of the womb. You took your first breath. (laughs) And that's why we're here. So there was a lot of stuff that I was ignoring um, personally. And it kind of like, I, as I like reflect back on it now, that really low period of time, I can't just blame somebody else on that. I can't blame the situation. Like, 
I got to look inward on that. Like there was a lot I didn't take responsibility for. And I put a lot on other people and the Mm. situation that I was ignoring something in myself. Like that situation would have never transpired into what it became if I worked on myself, knew my worth, like fixed, like kind of like worked out my issues. So I went in with Diane and I, She'll t- I, I really do think I'm like her best client, to be honest. Like, I'm not going to like brag or anything. She gets like a full workout. With I you. just, I just know, I just know that she knows I'm working too. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, something yeah. I want. So it's like, I come in and like the you meet light, in the middle, you meet yeah, in the middle and the light bulb moment, moments happen. Cause like, it's something I want. Um, and it was something I wanted a year ago and it's something I still am working on. So I, so we're like in it and no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at my phone. And I thought I was getting a text from somebody, but it wasn't who I wanted it from. From someone. Oh, my God. From somebody. Oh, my God. Who texted me? <laughs> Quote, unquote, somebody. Oh, that's but, another episode, though. All right, keep going. But no. Um, so after working on things for the past year and realizing that there was a lot of stuff that personally I needed to work on, which, I mean like it, it's never cool to admit that you're fucked up and like it, it's, not, it's yeah. never easy to admit it and yeah. it's like you just think that like you're so great and like it's right. everybody else but it's like no 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 it's me too yeah. like so um i worked on me for a year um and i it was just like kind of like a natural progression of like my of like who i became and who i turned into and mm-hmm. things that i started and the way i even started to think like shit just started to shift and so when I spent so much time focusing on one person or a situation or so be it, it was so fucking weird when even one third of that time became on myself. And it was something I like, I never, ever, ever did that. Like, if you know me as like an, like as a person, like my past, I was always focused on something else mm-hmm, yeah. and someone else. I was always like justifying putting myself and what I wanted to the side. Like I didn't even know myself enough to know what I wanted. So mm-hmm. I had to figure all of right. that out. To the point where it was probably uncomfortable oh to be like, we're just going to do what I want to do, right? Like you, so you get to that point where it's like, I don't even know how to handle the situation. I should know because it's me. It's myself. Right, like I've always been me. Right. I've always, but quote unquote, been me, right? Yeah. But you haven't. Oh, you haven't. Yeah. And it's like, if, I mean, if you know me right now, like I'm a very like assertive, confident person. Mm-hmm. So it's like to even think that there was like some shit that I just like kept my mouth shut for yeah. and like succumb to. And I'm just like, what? Like yeah. it, it was just that's the thing it was never me it was a different lesser version of me and i wasn't ready to be the real me yet because yeah. I, I was afraid um and i was afraid of what people would think and like how people would react to it and that like people just build a certain image of you in your head and you're just so afraid of like upsetting and disrupting that certain image yeah. because then then what if they like don't love you anymore and like yeah, that, right. and they don't like you and the, I told you guys that that's a, an issue I had I like always thought that people's likeness and love for me was conditional yeah so I had to be whatever they needed me or wanted me to be and so I didn't have time to focus on myself so this whole past year has been just like an, the most eye opening experience ever where it was like shit was finally fucking on me and I. Like because, I moved, but because you did that though yeah, you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's something to address to be proud of too like it was able to happen that way because like you had to address it, right? Yeah. You had to admit that it broke you, which is hard for anybody. Oh, so And broken. like now you're you're happy that it's taking the direction and the steps that 
that you want it to net yeah, out for like, you. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting anybody's low point. Yeah. Like, so when you're in that low point and people are telling you to like, keep looking at the end, like the light at the end of the tunnel, like you just want to be like, fuck off. Fuck like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, no I, 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 I can't even see, I can't even see past this tunnel right now. Like, I don't think I'm ever getting out. So it's just like to even like, look back and know how i felt like it was so i did it was so bad like i was just like this is it like it's it's just never gonna get better i just have to learn to like live with this pain live with this hurt right. um so yeah it was like it was like i said it was even weird to just start focusing on myself because it was something i was not even used to and yeah. like then i have to like kind of justify it to people mm-hmm. i lost some people in the process um I don't even know where that was going. But <laughs> Lipo but, moment. But that's hard. <laughs> I mean, like, but all of that stuff leads into deciding who and what is necessary in your life currently. And like what you want, like you're now at this point where yes. you can pick what your future is going to be. Like, right. you, yeah. you, you know yourself well enough. You've done yeah. the work. You're ready to say like, yes. this is what I okay, want. For so, me. I can handle it. So, so. For the, so for the past year, I have been the most independent I've ever been in my life. I moved out and and have been like thriving as like a single individual. Like I'm single. I don't see anybody. Um, but, yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> if you're listening, she's sorry. <laughs> Says Carl. <laughs> no. So like, you don't know us yet, but you will soon. Maybe. Who's to say? Yeah, who's to no, say? Like, I'm, I'm just like a single independent person and just was not fucking giving anybody the time of day. Like that, yep. I'm talking like friend wise, guy wise, family wise i was like no fuck this i, gotta, I need time to do I, me yes i gave y'all 24 mm-hmm, years mm-hmm, i need to do me mm-hmm. yes so yeah like after like kind of like and also learning how to be by yourself mm-hmm, and yeah. learning like who you are and like mm-hmm. i i now it's like you like i love my alone time yep. like I, do not <laughs> fuck with it i will say the one thing that i've learned that bettered myself from you was like enjoying time alone yeah. yeah, I don't do that. And I remember one time, I think it was specifically, it was probably an old podcast episode where you were like, I love go- I love taking myself out to dinner. Like, I'll sit at a table by myself. And I will. And order a bottle of wine and enjoy it myself. And I go, damn. Yo, that sucks. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, you do what? <laughs> but, like, but like that's something- I do everything by myself now. I know, I know, and I love that. I think that's so empowering. Just masturbate, take yourself to the movies, and then buy yourself a bottle of wine. And start watching a UK reality trash TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best and then masturbate again afterwards <laughs> but so okay light bulb moment was when you like i said you don't even realize what's happening until you can look back on it and be like damn like that's when the pieces are happening so there were so many moments that i realized after becoming who i am right now that i would talk about in certain situations of what was happening and certain things that have happened to me and i was so fucking passionate about the way i felt and it was like there there was people that's like I've I've never heard you even talk like this before. Mm-hmm. Like I've only heard you be fucking passionate about the right. Kardashians and like mm-hmm. your fucking TV shows. And I'm like, <laughs> so to hear this like passion be like geared towards something and like right. it to have a purpose, it was news to kind of everybody, including myself. And I was like, no, this just isn't right. Like even I was, I remember watching like a Netflix show. It's called um, Seven, I think. Yes. Oh my god, you loved that. I'm like I, seven minutes. It was it was seven something. Yeah, maybe seven minutes. The the I think the lead actress was the woman who works at the. Um, diner and Cinderella story. Oh, <gasps> right. I think it is. Yes. Yes. Oh, I loved her. Okay. Yeah. I'll- okay. So I watched this movie and I was like going to write a fucking like letter to Netflix about it. Cause I'm like, it is so fucked up that this happened. I can't believe it ended like this. But what really like, sh- like really stuck to me was like it, 
I'm so mad about it because I know how fucking real True, it is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this is the most realistic fucking ending ever. And I don't like it. And just like, so you try and like, you want to change it. Mm-hmm. What was it about? Uh, that that specific story, it's really actually really difficult to the current state of affairs because it was about um, an African-American boy that got killed and kind of like that nobody cared. And it, yeah. like that people got away and there was so many like justifications. It was brushed under the rug. Uh-huh. 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 And there was like policemen involved and it was mm-hmm. just, it was the most realistic ending ever. And right. I was so bitter about it. And I was bitter that it was so realistic. Like, right. So it's everyday life. Too. Yeah. And it, it was happens. just like so many things. Yeah. And just like, uh, there was like a, and also it was like the time where like a lot of like rape documentaries came out, like women right. speaking up. And the I'm me, like, the Me Too, the Me Too movement. movement. And I'm yeah. like, which was huge. Fuck this. And it just like, it was just, dude, it struck a chord because like there has been so many moments that I wish I spoke up. I wish right. I used my voice and that I could have I could have changed something different for right. people after me. Especially being a woman, right? In yeah. in, in in an industry of because, service. And also in, in a woman in any kind of industry, because God for fucking bid, a guy has to work with a semi attractive female. They don't know how to fucking act. And that that has been like my life like throughout and it's like i have to change myself to make them feel comfortable for fucking objectifying me right for literally being a and i'm like and i and i like i said especially being in the service industry like it is very hard to make me fucking uncomfortable so like when i'm uncomfortable i'm fucking uncomfortable and i know that i'm uncomfortable for a reason for a reason right so like there was just all these like things i started to be so actively passionate about and it was kind of in the back of my head of like I think like I started I I um applied to be like um a volunteer for a certain organization that helped women against rape and all these like things that started to like kind of come into play and it wasn't until I ran into somebody that I haven't seen in like years that like knew kind of like the old me like the 21 year old like I was like <laughs> carefree just like broke out my um boyfriend from high school I'm like yes this is great the city life bottle service everything <laughs> and so they're like oh my god like what are you up to now because like they just know me from like booking random trips like when I'm drunk yeah. um, so. <laughs> which isn't something we're against no and now. it's something I still do <laughs> yeah. so. but it's also something that we do often oh, like yeah. yeah so fuck it but I was like you know I was like funny you should ask i think i'm gonna apply to law school and they're like really like that's amazing like why and i'm like was started talking about it and it was the first time that like i said something because it's crazy it's like you just think that something is so far-fetched that it's not possible but you say it out loud and you're like i could do this this i can do this i can do this so it was from that moment on it was in the beginning of october of 2019 that i realize this moment i was like so i started to go on amazon and i was like i'm just gonna look at like an lsat book i'm just gonna gonna check it out i'm just gonna check it out i'm just gonna order it through it's only 50 bucks i'm just gonna see like what it's about i spent more on a bottle yeah (laughs) i'm gonna browse through it while i drink exactly that bottle (laughs) so i'm like okay like people study for this test for a year like they know what they've been wanting to do since fucking birth yeah so who am i to come in and try to apply to law school last minute but i'm like Fuck it. Who's who, who's going to stop me? Exactly. So after I I've like was like really catching up with this person, we talked for a couple weeks and they're like, dude, like you kind of make me like want to go back to like, me- like I want to go to med school now. They're like, you're like doing all these things. And like that, this was the only person I was talking to about my personal decision regarding right. law school. Your new, so like, your new journey. Because everybody in my life, like they all knew me. And like, I don't I don't know if they like knew, knew like knew who I was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So and I just didn't want the criticism yet i wasn't right. ready for it um i already knew what a long shot shit yeah. was going to be 
Also, so, you have to do that like story, right? You you like oh, prep yeah. yourself oh, yeah. for that story where you're like, well, I did this and then I did mm-hmm. that, and I actually really wanted to do this when I was doing that. And it's like, I you know, got time but for that. Al- but also like like I was talking it up against myself in my head, but I said it in therapy, and she's like, okay, she's like, what are we gonna do about it? And I was like. <laughs> Yo, is this possible? Like, is this it? So Ooh. I like I, I started studying for the LSAT. Um, I didn't sign up for it yet, but like I said, it, this is m- mid October now um, of 2019, and I I'm watching Liz's <laughs> Instagram stories. Yes, yeah. and oh wait, just, yes, we have to address just this slowly. Like, she hasn't told me anything about going to law school or anything like that, but like. She's just in the library yeah. with a Starbucks. Yeah. Always, always with a Starbucks cup. Throw, throwing thirst traps at like <laughs> at like coffee house shops, like Starbucks like, with like highlighters. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm like looking at it and I'm like, yo, what is she doing? I, I literally was just like, she's reading more. Go for her. She's reading more. I know she loves her self help books. I was like, she's reading. A but also more. at that time, I was also working two jobs. Yes, right. So you were grinding. It just didn't make sense. Like, what was I doing at the library? Like right. seven thirty in the right. morning with fucking my Fenty. But like Starbucks. one time you asked, <laughs> the, one time Fenty, you asked wait, me wait, not wait, to ask, her and Fenty I never asked again. And never asked again. <laughs> her, her Fenty Starbucks though with red lipstick, seven a.m. <laughs> with this and like every book. color highlighter you could possibly. Yes, because like I was so excited to go to writing and like fucking just buy everything. Schools of love. You just like romanticize you gotta yeah. romanticize life a little bit yeah um so i started to do that kind of like really low-key and yeah. it wasn't until so i met with somebody at a school i was like very interested in and i'm issues the admissions director like on the admissions committee i mean and she was like oh she's like you want to apply for 2020 and i'm like as quick i'm like i don't know like wh- what if i wanted to <laughs> <And she's> like, <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> so like i said this is this is end of october now that i met with her right and she's like okay she's like i'm just letting you know right now she's like we're we send out like acceptance letters like starting this monday like the monday like of that week she's like people have already been applying and she said uh it's gonna be really fucking tight at the end not she didn't say fucking obviously but she's like it's gonna be she might as well have she might yeah she and might like well. i'm sitting there like I, I just bought this new like she said it in her journal that's she right said yeah right now. she, she said it in her tone she even complimented <laughs> my journal but i just bought this journal from barnes and nobles i'm like oh my god like and i had all my questions right now and i thought she was just gonna like i thought she was gonna sugarcoat it to me but i really genuinely appreciate it that she did because mm-hmm. i also could sense from her that she didn't fucking like take any bullshit either yeah. like, she also knew that like like nobody was going to come to her without being like super serious right so she said it was going to be a long shot she said i had to get a certain um score on my lsat and mm-hmm. this was going to be the first time i was taking my lsat she said i was going to be i needed a 161 that temple wanted oh that's the school i'm applying temple <laughs> i'm like very interested. Yeah. Temple law. It's, i'm like very very interested i think it's if a great school yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. admin board <laughs> But it's also close to home for you, yeah, though. It's, like, it's, it's, it's Philly-based. Not, like, it's physically, but, like... Phenomenal, yeah. like, law school. The way I think they teach is, like, it just struck with me. I visited the campus. Um, so she's, like, telling me she's it's going to be really hard. She's, like, it's super competitive towards the end. She's, like, because, like, we only have so many spots left towards the end that we have to be critical of everything. She's, like, your application needs to be... Flawless. Flawless. It needs to stand out. I was, like... She's, like, so when are you even taking the LSAT? And, like, I, I was, like... February. She's like, oh, you're going to take the LSAT in February. And I'm like, this is end of October. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I was, she's like, yes. okay. She's like, uh, send me your, um, your like application number. She's like, I'm going to waive the fee for you, actually. Not like, not like the LSAT fee, because it's like almost 500 bucks. She's like, I'm going to apply, I'm going to waive your application fee. She's like, I really appreciate that you came down here, down here. I was like, cool, dope. Um, so I had to go and buy the 
the ticket to, for the February LSAT. We're <laughs> actually taking the LSAT February. Because you, you were. <laughs> I was gonna take it yeah. in March yeah. or April or you had, May. You had big dick energy, and you were like, "I'm just gonna let her Super know right now." Dick. You were so like, she also, February." She told me. So the application was for the application end date was March first. Mm-hmm. They t- took test until end of March, I believe. So I could have taken it in March, maybe even end of April. But they gave like lead wait time. Like if you were taking yeah. it, they like because it takes a couple weeks for the test result to come in. I was like, "Fuck." Fe- and, like, I had to say February and couldn't fucking get like, like so <laughs> granted in the grand scheme of things like now that how everything play, play, played out um so I was like cool dope um, oh yeah you got to take it because that was like pre yeah it was like I was like yeah. probably one of the last groups to be able to take it to be yeah. honest right. um Ooh, it was a sign it, it was and it was just it was like the you know what that's actually funny you said that because it was actually on the one year anniversary of when I hit my lowest point even better look at that yeah like I like I'm not joking. Like that, that that day that I told you guys about that I was so low, it was exactly one year that that test and I took it. I only chose to take it there. Oh, I got chills. I might cry. I I might cry. (laughs) There's dates. There's dates every week for this test. Um, but I chose to take it at the high school that the college I went to. So I was very familiar with it. It's a very small campus. So whatever. I'm like, okay, this, this is what I'm going to do now. I went into therapy. I laid it out for her. I, she's like, all right, you got to do this. She's like, you're already committed. Um, I was working two jobs at that point. I had a study. So I had a dinner with Carly and Gabby, you two. And (laughs) this is like mid November now. And I think somebody brought brought it up. They're like, okay, like what have you been doing at the library? No, we literally, we were, okay. We, the three of us were at a coffee shop talking Mm. about like, this was dinner with Barry. <gasps> You're right. It yeah. was dinner. It was before. You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's when you dropped the bomb on us. And I'm like, yes, I think I actually I don't think I told oh. because like Barry went to the bathroom. Like, and Hi, I was Barry. Like, by the way. Hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. <laughs> we know you're listening. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah, you congrats on the house. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're so oh, happy yeah, for you and your dogs. Oh, congrats on the house. Aww. We love you, Dad. Dad has two, dad has two babies in a house. And we're so proud of you, Dad. We can't wait. We can't wait for the, uh, the Any housewarming party. Any single dog moms, please send us your applications, and we will forward the best ones. Yeah. And headshots. Body yes. shots. Yeah. Every part. Your uh, best thirst trap. Yeah, your also, best. Send them to us so we can send, send them send to your, Barry. Send your video reel too. That needs to be <laughs> real. Yeah. Real. 100%, 100%. So yeah. So Barry went to the bathroom and I'm like, I was so embarrassed to like, because like I made the decision in therapy that I wasn't going to tell anybody. Yeah. I was like, this is something that just between me and myself because I knew what a long shot it was going to be. Yeah. So I wasn't going to tell anybody, but I think maybe Carly asked about it. She's like, yo, what have you been doing? And I'm like, well, funny you should ask low key low key but kind of high key (laughs) like low key mickey high key i'm trying to apply to law school and And we all were like what but you so you and i and diana had gone out prior to this and you had talked about it little d D. but that was even before like that was before but you you had talked about it and you were like it's kind of like far-fetched or whatever and but like you would talk about social work too and it was yes because like that, that was before i it even, was like, under this big umbrella. Yeah. It, it yeah. was like yeah it was in the back of my head and so right. when she said it i was just like kind of makes sense but also when and so, she was like february and then for me like, i was like what's up like i said like i said like, like she said that i was like wait what the people in my life were so supportive because like i said if you know me right now like my personality yeah. like people like were very like they're like yo this makes sense yeah. so like whatever but then like okay like when are you applying for like 2021 yeah. i'm like no i'm actually um, trying like to apply months. for 2020 <laughs> like i'm trying to get in there but, for 2020. but i do the thing is i do specifically remember after you dropped that bomb we immediately ordered another bi- a bottle and then we were like 
all right, so what's the plan? Like, here's what you should do. Yeah. Reach out to this person. We all know that person. They're great. Yeah. Do this, do Talk that. to them, yeah. Immediately, yeah. we were like, that's the best idea ever. Like, yeah. We like, were like, guys we were, really were, so we were in it 100%. We were like, yeah, no, and, that makes sense. Okay, so midway through, so that was in November, I told you guys, yeah. I think in like December, I decided to quit one the makeup job. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, I need more need, time. need more time. I need to commit further. It was like getting too much because I was working... Oh, excuse me. I just like burped for my beer. Um, but like <laughs> I was working really late at my at my serving job. I was making more money there. So I chose to, I had to keep that. Yeah. Um, and I was just waking up super early and studying all day. And I was like, not only studying, I remember you like because like Snapchat queen, right? Mm-hmm. She would she working would, out. Yes. She would yeah, post yeah. five, <laughs> literally five in the fucking morning. I five. Was such I was five a.m. She would post this cute, this cute picture with her like two piece, like athletic, you were, you were athletic outfit. Her the most perfect little bun on top of her head. Orange theory. Yes. And she was like, so I'm work like, out and I'm like fuck bitches is just like going for a run like she's going on orange theory class at 5 45 in the morning right. so she could go to the yeah, burning, library to burning. study so she could go work burning <laughs> at least a thousand calories to then drink like an immense amount of caffeine to then go work a full go hour work. shift yeah I know yeah. it's actually crazy because like looking back on it it's like you just don't realize how hard you're working for something and then we got put in quarantine and yeah it was, <laughs> thank you and like that was like the biggest shift ever because like I'm not used to not working at all I'm not working yeah. out like that but but with so many other people too like it's the, it's the reality it's just it's, re- it's right. so hard so I um yeah so February came and you took the test I was going to postpone it to be honest because I'm just like I'm not ready like and also like you're like I wasn't getting taught by anybody i was like studying on my own i was taking my own test yeah. like practice test you were um, winging it i honestly. was still working i didn't fucking miss a beat like there were some things i canceled on like friend wise but like yeah. I, I i went so went to you people's never birthdays. missed a shift i was though. you never i never, I shift. never yeah. fucking missed a shift and i still fucking went out and like supported like who i needed to support right. i still showed up and i'm like reading on google they're just like people gave up their lives for this test i'm like who the f- fuck do i think i am to sit here and be taking it fucking in three months right like it, I, was, I was just like like I, it just kind of seemed like in a in a sense like disrespectful like i'm like i'm trying to like discredit probably one of the biggest tests that people take yeah um not but like not discrediting it but i'm just like i'm trying i'm trying to think that i'm superwoman right yeah um, but it was also such an such an unknown subject to you right? right you were just brought into it within what yeah four to six months that you're like when i, I a found a new world when i me. found out when i spoke to the director the person on the admissions committee when i she told me listen She's like it's a it's a far it's a far fetched shot. Yeah, all I needed to know that it was possible. Yeah, if right. she were to tell me that right. there's no, no shot, way. like do no way, right? What's yeah. do twenty twenty one and it'll be better. You'll get like more money, scholarship she, wise, whatever. Right. She told me it was hard. Right. She and it was going to be harder hard. and difficult. But and that's I was it. Like, all right, bet. <laughs> she, did, she didn't say I could. She didn't say I couldn't do it. She just said it's going to be really hard. So I was like, and if you know me, and if you know my background and everything I've been through, I don't ever need anything to be easy i would i pray <laughs> and wish for some things to be easy because i just feel like everything is so hard like it's just late right. but like no like it, she told me it was it was possible so i said okay game on um and i, I was like this test is really fucking expensive i'm not going to take it lightly like yeah. i had to study for it. it's right. fucking 500 bucks I'm, but at the very least i was like okay whatever i get on this test it is a fucking experience i right. have spent way more money on way less experiences right. before mm-hmm. like i like it is what <laughs> bottle it <is>. service <laughs> <laughs> exactly so like i talked myself into taking the test because like, like i went back and forth with a couple people i was really yeah. anxious leading up also i actually worked 
after the test. Like, yeah, I had yeah. I had a shift. She literally <laughs> she took the test. She told she took the shift to th- the test, and then was like, "All right, all right, I'll text you there. I gotta go to shift." And we were like, "Wait, what? oh yeah, that because like just like mentally draining." So <laughs> yeah, I went in there and like there was like I said, the, didn't miss the, a beat though. The school I took it at was a small campus, so. I was in the room with like I met up with like a few people beforehand like just because we were all in the room together. I'm like, oh, like what's your story? Like just like trying to like gauge the crowd a little bit. Um, the one girl said that her job gave her all for the past seven months for her to study, and I'm like, that's fucking seven nice. months. It, it, and I'm like, okay, so like that's okay. That that's the person I'm up against. Cool game one again. This guy came on and says he hasn't worked since last summer. I'm like, all right, cool game one. They're like, oh, like what do you even do? I'm like working dick fucks like i quit my one job like midway through but like working like i need to pay my bills i have rent um so i'm like at that point i'm just like the obvious obvious working wait that reminds me i have to say there's this one this one tweet that turned into a meme that cracks me up but kim kardashian i'm sorry because i know you love her i do she tweeted in the middle this was like high key quarantine and she tweets and she goes i miss traveling here's an old picture of me in costa rica what are you guys excited for after quarantine ends and somebody somebody tweets at her and they go to work kimberly i'm going back to work Kimberly. but it's like the obvious the obvious and it's i'm just like obvious. people like most jobs don't give you fucking seven months off so you right. can study for your lsat most <laughs> most parents like can't afford to yeah, like what are you support you about the bar what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stressed. This is a whole nother ballgame. This is a whole nother episode. <laughs> like I thought, well, I'll be fine. Um, I'll make it work. <laughs> make it twerk. But no. what was so? What was the result of the test? So the uh, so I went in and I, because like I said, I went into that test and I was semi prepared for it. Like mostly prepared. Like I I yeah. felt prepared for it. You I did took, your hardest. I took like. I think it was like 17 practice tests and like these tests are like hours three to four long. hours, like four to five hours long, like yeah. very fucking expensive. They're, they're high key, super high key. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm like, at that point, like the, I just, I knew I was going to get in the range of like a, a number. Um, I really wanted Temple's number, obviously of like 161 what they offered me. 150 was average, so I scored above average. I'm not going to say the exact number because I'm just like... In the range. It, in, the, <laughs> it, it is in the range of between what Temple wanted and above average. And I wasn't even going to look at my score, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I took the test oh and like... you did it by accident. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, oh, oh, my God. God. So, like, wait. I left, I left the test and I'm just like... Someone texted me. They're like, yo, how was the test? And I sent them a picture of cake back. <laughs> cake. <laughs> you mean, wait like What's like a cake? stock photo like, of I'm a almost, piece of cake like, i'm almost positive it was cake. you just because like i'm a, just like <laughs> i talked like in my head i'm just like i talked a mad game and i just like and i yeah like at that point like i felt very confident in this test mm-hmm. and like it it changes by by session yeah. like but but like i took so many practice tests like i knew what they were fucking looking for like it's it's right. a whole mindset change it has nothing to do with like how smart you are it is how you think, think right um so i i felt very good at that test like i felt like a fucking badass i'm just like i just awesome. took that test in fucking three and a half months <laughs> worked fucking during it and i'm coming out of it going to work um i was miserable about work that night by the way but <laughs> no, yeah. So I, I took the test and I was getting my results back on March 17th. It was two weeks after the test. Um, and I knew that date. So I. Oh, my God. We went into quarantine on the 16th. On the 16th. We did. We, we did. did. We did. Oh, man. Yeah. Talk about timing. Uh, uh, talk about timing. Like, <laughs> And I was 
Okay, so I applied for Temple on March 1st. I was like, I sent in everything. This was, granted, the only school I applied for because I knew how much of a far, like how how long the stretch yeah, was going to yeah. be for me to even try to get in. I wasn't going to try and add other schools to the mix. It was what it was. Um, that's the only school I wanted to go to anyways. So I applied, knew it was a long, like knew it was far-fetched, knew it was a long shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like okay cool took the test celebrated it of course i celebrated it of but course, uh, of she wore the cutest pink the blazer cute, uh, yeah i bought a pink, a pink blazer because i'm like i'm running in yeah. <laughs> no no um i i know how hard of a test it was and i yeah. don't like want to discredit that either but uh so i knew i was getting the score back within two weeks so people were like oh my god like when are you gonna get it i'm like i don't want to know the score because like the score doesn't fucking matter right the, specifically the school i was applying for they don't just look at a number and like i think that's one of the things i really respected about the school because they they look at you as a whole person right like they can easily match up my fucking gpa and all the things i got right. and they'll be like damn this bitch was working 50 to 60 hours a week during all this and like right. getting this like they look at you as a person like how hard you work and i really really respect how passionate that you are about because it because i i'm a hustler and i've always yeah. been so i just wanted them to see that so i knew that i could get probably maybe the worst square ever. they're like yo we need her still like yeah. she like she just doesn't test well maybe that's so like i knew they were gonna look beyond the score so i i i was never focused on the score so like when people ask me about it, i'm like don't worry about it. i'm not gonna tell anybody i don't even want to know myself right so i got the email on march 17th of like that my score was available I'm I'm somebody that, like I have to check everything. So like if I like I don't like notifications being on my screen. So like I get the email pop up and I'm like okay I'm gonna like open the email. I, I appreciate you letting me know my score is available, but, but I'm not gonna look you. at it. <laughs> uh, I didn't know they were gonna put the score right in dead center of the email. And I'm like <laughs> in, you motherfucker in, in bold text right in the middle. I'm like I didn't want to know. <laughs> I did not want to know. So I had mixed feelings about it because I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't the 161 Temple wanted. Um. And I was like, whatever, fuck it. We also just went into quarantine. Like yeah, March seventeenth yeah. is like when everything was shut down. I didn't you were know just how. Out of work. I didn't know how. Yeah. I, my job just like shut down. I thought it was going to be for two weeks, maybe thirty days tops. Here we are, like what? <laughs> almost six, six, months 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 later. Later. Yeah, six months later. days. I had no idea how that was going to affect my application. Um, I thought I could go one of two ways. Uh, so I tried not to focus on it as much, but like not having work for the first time in 12 years a lot of time yeah. on your hands and, and i had a lot of time on my hands and a lot of time with yourself <laughs> and you just don't realize how much you want something yeah mm-hmm. until it's a not a possibility that you can like it's a possibility that you can't even get it anymore right. um so or that you can't even distract yourself with other things yeah yeah you know? there, there was like there was nothing i was like at my most vulnerable i was my most alone my roommate quarantined with her boyfriend so right. i was like by myself right. all the, and like i was very strict to, regarding oh my quarantine God. in the very beginning yeah. like no like no one like i didn't want to like like risk my fa- anything risk anything yeah. Yeah. so i'm sitting here and this is all i'm thinking about i'm like fuck like I'm i just, want like, it this fucking and i better watch a bunch of murder stuff which i <laughs> did <myself>. which, she <laughs> which did. i did but like selfishly all i kept thinking about was my application temple and how it was yeah. going to affect it um i thought it was going to really hurt my chances i thought i had a really good chance of getting in even though it was so far-fetched to begin with right um so i'm checking my email constantly now because i'm like at any time they they could be like letting me know i'm either in or not right so i'm going back and forth i talked about it i fucking ran through it with so many scenarios with you two and like everybody else in my life and i'm like right. i don't know and they're like oh no it's like you gotta stay positive blah blah, blah. fuck saying positive you gotta stay realistic yeah also I- staying positive during the quarantine yeah especially Talk about it's, a mental roller coaster especially now so mm-hmm. i had no idea when they were going to get back to me 
and they got to a point it was like may and i'm like fuck like i just got it do i chalk it up and i'm just like in my head i was either uh they either looked at my application saw my personal statement saw my score saw my gpa and were like okay we want her so fucking bad or it's like nah this ain't it yet like she yeah. she has to you do thought something. you thought you, yeah. you thought, thought there was you thought. There, you thought there was a yes or a no uh-huh so, so on so so what, what actually yeah, happened? So what is it? Liz, tell us what is it? We did we did the studying process, we did the testing process, so now we're in the Please please refer back to the title of this episode. <laughs> Bad bitches get waitlisted too. So we'll, well I'll go into how I came up with that name as well, because I did come up with it. But no credit monger. Uh, Jesus <laughs> strikes Christ. again. So in the first week of June, I get an it's crazy because like you have something so much on your mind and the one second it is not, not on your mind about it. Yeah. it is because like i i thought it was a sunday when i woke up and checked my phone um and so like i was just, like going through instagram like twitter whatever and i was follower even, at Alyssa munger <laughs> at Alyssa munger where my tweets have are so fucking good and so fucking funny <laughs> um but no so they i was not expecting to get an email because i realized it was fucking monday and it was about 9 47 a.m but who's checking um, she is. <laughs> and i get an email from the school i applied for and i just like you know when the notification pops up you can read like, the first sentence and said we're like so happy you applied but like so sorry too and i'm like you motherfuckers <laughs> and i'm like you know what fine laying on me i don't even give a fuck i'm ready i'm ready 47 i'm awake i'm ready <laughs> So, give me what you got I'm, I'm gonna blame the virus anyways like that's why you guys didn't want me uh so i opened up the email obviously and it said i got waitlisted she got waitlisted and i got waitlisted but that isn't bad if you could have gotten you could have gotten flat out yeah no. but like that and she it, sent it but the thing is like she sent that to us in our group well, chat. no i i i you had, waited i you i called i got us. on a call with, i said guys oh no no but that was the thing okay but when you did tell us we were like oh <gasps> that, uh, that's amazing we, we, we were like holy so shit <laughs> that's so cool oh my god congratulations she's like what but like not that we didn't think you could get in i can't even imagine what our reactions would have been when we got when i know you got in i know but like it wasn't it was just like you like they want did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did it. They wanted me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. saw everything. That, like I said, I right. applied the last fucking day you could fucking apply. You to studied school. for at most three months, four three, months, three and a half months. Like, I was working to it. Like, I tried. I wanted it so bad. And I, like, it, it just, like, it gave me, like, some kind of, like, I don't know. It's an accomplishment. I guess, like, it's yeah, an accomplishment. And it's just like clarification. Like this is what I actually like. This is right. what I'm doing now. Like this right. is it. And, but even, and you're still on the wait list for another eight days. Yes. Yeah, so, so okay. We're wait. She's going to. The, she's got to go get her pencils and her paper. So ready. after after I cried for a little bit, cause, like I called my mom at first. I called Ashley, my best friend Ashley, at the time, and I was just like, "Yo, like I got waitlisted." I like Gabby and Carly were the like third and fourth person I told. I didn't know how I wanted to react. Like in my in my peripheral, like I never saw me getting yeah. waitlisted. Yeah, it was yeah. either one yes extreme or, or the no. Right. Yeah. Just, like, it was black and, and so white. I was preparing for the no when I spread that first sentence, right. and it's like, yo, waitlisted. And then it's like it's mixed feelings. It's it's a little yeah. Because then it's just like okay, more fucking waiting. Like I yeah, ju- right. I get it. Just like because like there's no there there's no answer. Like they have up until Monday of the start of classes to right. like be like, yo, do you still want a position? I'm like bitch Bats. yes like <laughs> absolutely me. so at that moment um after especially after i talked to carly and gabby they're like all right like what can we do now right and i'm like well i'm gonna send them a bunch of fucking letters because <laughs> what else can i i'm do? gonna i'm gonna flood their inbox i'm gonna flood their fo- i'm i want them i'm gonna to- make sure they know i exist <laughs> i just wanted it to be hard for them to be like okay it's just not this year for this girl right? you're like noah for- i watched a notebook this week you're like oh, noah from the notebook 
You're yeah. like, oh, the letters. One letter every day for the year. Except you know that confirmed they were received because they let you know, which is so polite which of them. I, but I also don't, like, I don't even know, like, given the current state of affairs, like, I know how fucking selfish this is to even be on my mind because, like, of everything that's going on. Like, schools alone have so much to worry about right now with right. the, the safety of the faculty and, faculty yeah. and students. Like, I fucking get it. I, I'm not, I'm not right. naive to that. I'm not ignorant to it. I get it. I'm just trying to do what I can fucking control. Right. Yeah. I can't control the pandemic. I yeah. can't control what schools are opening up or like how right. much kids are letting But you're going to know my name. But yes. you're going to fucking know that I'm advocating for myself. Nobody else is going to do it for me. So I'm going to do it for myself. And I'm going to do my hardest until the very last day. Until the very last day. So I, so the first letter I sent for to Carly and Gabby to get their opinion on, to get like any grammatical errors, like I was coming in hot. <laughs> and so I sent them this letter for them to like, like critique like let me know their opinion yeah. and the um <laughs> the title of like the subject line of the email was bad bitches get waitlisted too gabby texted me immediately uh, texted the group immediately she's like yo is that the title of our fucking <laughs> <And> episode it- <laughs> <laughs> but like i remember reading it and i was like that's empowering well so I mean, great. Like, I'm, I'm on the wait list. I've sent them multiple letters of continued interest. I don't know what's going to happen. I have eight days left. Like, it's it's, it's the, like the, the countdown right is now. strong. But wait, can I say something real quick? I think the most the most um, important thing to acknowledge is after you found out that you were waitlisted, you immediately were like, if I get in, that's awesome. But if I don't, I'm going to try again. Oh, yeah. And, and that is the most telling thing about how bad you want it. I, I didn't realize, like, how bad. I, like, because like I said, I, I this is something that I... I have never wanted something so much before, like with makeup and with anything I've ever wanted before. Right. That shit was for me. And mm-hmm. I and I know it was for me. And it was something I really enjoyed. This is something so beyond my it's fucking bigger than vision. That. Yeah. That, like it, it's so much bigger. And it's just like, I know it's going to, I know it's supposed to happen. Like I know what's going to happen. Right. And I want it so bad for like my future, like of like what I can do and like what right. I can do with that fucking kind of knowledge and that like background and like that degree. Like I just... I, I want it for everything I'm going to be able to do with it mm, and yeah. like be able to just like actually help people. And I've never, I've never looked at things like that. Like right. I'm a very money motivated person. This is the one thing I do not give a fuck about money with it. I don't care how much I, I I'm probably going to work for a fucking nonprofit. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just don't, I, it was never fucking about that. And this is the right. first thing that I'm doing. That's not about the money. The podcast was the second thing I'm not doing for, about money. Cause like, I don't give up, like we're not making any money. You know what I mean? like, it's a podcast. <laughs> I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for everybody else. It's like right. getting something out of it. This is the one thing, and I wanted it so fucking bad. And you know what? Like, you can want something so bad, and the universe is just like, you know what? Not yet. Not yet. And, Not I, yet. and I'm and I'm like getting to the point of acceptance. It's going to be a really hard um, right. pill for me to swallow. Yeah. Come next Monday, um, I'm not obviously giving up hope, but like right. I'm just like I'm. It, it is like it, it. This is again. This is bigger than what I can even picture right. like right now. Like the world is in mm-hmm. fucking complete devastation. Yeah. We've never been here before. But it just like it's it's just crazy because I'm just like, dude, I don't need it to be easy. <laughs> like I I and I like I, I beg for easy all the time because I'm just like everything's so fucking hard. But it's just like if they were to tell me, Well, you have to take your first year of law school and fucking online, I'm like, Okay, try me. Right. You'll do it. I'll do it. Right. But, so why not? Um yeah, we just Hey, wanted, listen, I know still, we still have eight days though. But you're right. But the thing I is, I wanted there to be a good ending at the end. Like I, I, we specifically waited till the very end to record this specific episode because I'm like, we wanted to be able to release. An I answer. wanted to be able to be like, yo, I actually got in. Like, yeah, bad bitches get into. Plot twist. <laughs> but no plot twist. Um, you actually don't get everything you want. Um, in life. Yet. In life. Yet. Yet. If you, you work hard for it, you will. 
you get it and if you stick to that's it what they you say will. Yeah. i i saw a quote i i don't know who said this but it said that you can have it all but not all at the same, same time. time yeah and so i it again it's i'm still learning to swallow the pill because so you it is might very you, hard come for me. august 17th you might be in law school you might not be in like we'll whatever see. it is you're not going to stop well obviously no. keep you guys updated on that but that brings us to what do you what are we actually bringing to the table this week so for this table this for the table this week i the most powerful thing i've ever written was this personal statement i sent to the school for my application I, I love writing. I've always loved writing. That's one of the reasons I wanted to even start a blog mm-hmm. about makeup. Mm-hmm. I There's just so much passion behind it, behind my words, my narrative, and my story. And for me to put my story out there in this predicament to, like, get accepted into something of what I want to do eventually. Like, it just – it all just aligned and made sense. Like, yeah. it just – after, like, writing kind of, like, my narrative out, it made sense all the shit I had to go through yeah. to, like, get to this point. And so I am actually going to release my personal yes. statement. Yes. So we're going to link her personal statement my in mom, all of its glory. I didn't even let my mom read this personal statement. <gasps> oh, so then Sue gets uh, to read it via our link tree. Because like I said, I, the, the, it, it got very like hard on some subjects. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't want to offend anybody. Right. I'm not just putting my past out there. I'm putting my mom's past out there. Right. I'm putting my like siblings past out right. there. And I'm yeah. like, it just wasn't about them in that moment. Like it just, it was from my point of view. But yeah. it goes back to what we said in the beginning. This is for you. This yeah. is the story. first time that you get to tell your story. And it's, yeah. it felt it's so empowering. Good. It's exciting. And, and we're going to fix the six ellipses before we yeah. release it. <laughs> <laughs> what episode was that from? You know I what's funny? Remember. I actually, to, to backtrack, I actually fucked up my application. There was one part yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, she did. And I yeah. cried <laughs> so hard about it. She did. I, it out. I was like, her application was not flawless. It, it was not it flawless. Was not. And it was like weeks later. And when I realized, like, I fucked up. So I fucked up the application. I fucking put six dots after the most powerful sentence of my life. <laughs> really, and really, really leaving a really strong cliffhanger. <laughs> and I studied three and a half months for a test that I didn't get the perfect score on. Like, so like there was so many things against me. And for them to still fucking want me. They still waitlisted you. Hey, bad bitches get waitlisted bad too. Bad bitches, bitches get waitlisted, waitlisted too. <laughs> So I think that's a perfect way to end the episode. We're yes, gonna so we're gonna definitely um, make sure that we link um, Alyssa's personal statement when we release um, this the episode. episode. This week. Yep, yep. So you'll make sure that you have that. It'll be in our link tree. Please give it a read. It's it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's honest. <laughs> it's raw. It's amazing. And you know, I think I think one thing that people can take from this is like. As corny as it is, like follow follow your dreams, yeah. right? It's like not easy. You live it's, one yeah. life, but you can do it. And even if you don't, even if it doesn't pan out exactly how you imagined the first time around, like keep going. it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Aww. yeah. All right, such a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you enjoy, and we will see you guys next Monday. See you next week. Bye. Bye.